Hello, this is episode 137 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Reddy. Why is Alice Walker not on many lists? I keep seeing lists on what I'm supposed to read to educate myself on black lives. I've already recorded an earlier podcast on why black writers speak to me so profoundly. And if you go to drnishoreli.org, you'll find Essays and Awareness, where I write companion pieces. There is Speaking, Feeling Good and Belonging, are three that are written recently. I can go into any Irish bookstore and buy nearly every Maya Angelou book, but hardly any Alice Walker. This infuriates me. I don't want this to be a podcast on why I dislike Maya Angelou and love Alice Walker, because that isn't the case. They are totally different voices for different purposes. My grinding is in personality, so they are very different personalities too. You can listen to the podcast on INFJs and ENFJs to explore some of that difference. INFJs are unwavering, uncompromising ideals, sometimes kill us, or certainly make us less palatable. But one of them feels safer to you than the other at the moment, and that's what I want to talk about. Because it's too authentic and real, and I personally have a homing beacon to authentic. I had a moment yesterday where I replayed the videos by Music by Loa that I shared on my social media. I was very grateful for those videos as I've been seeking a way for days to talk about my own experiences of how I know there's racism in Irish schools. But I wanted to listen to them again for the lines about philosophers who've added to the thinking that black lives are lesser, that they're a lesser race, which is mostly be done to justify the slave trade because you really need to justify the need to own another human. But through that research, I came across a line on how some white writers had also held this position. And I got really worried that I'd used a Kipling quote in my last book. And I opened all of my writing up yesterday and did a search and checked to see if I had used anybody who thinks that black lives are lesser or lesser beings. And I hadn't used any of them. Of course, I still worry, and it's still up for discussion, that everyone I've used is grounded and balanced in good behaviour and doesn't have any of these murky paths of belittling others. And through the research, I did find another reason to dislike Binet. Binet is the father of why we must prove that we are intelligent to have a learning challenge. He was the person who developed the IQ test in Paris that founds much of the psychological assessments that we still use today. And not surprisingly, he was on this list of people who thought that whites were superior. So luckily, I do have a beacon for authentic. But many of you struggle with this form of expression. It doesn't edit itself to fit into your ideals, your voice, your assumptions your perceptions, your boxes. We are at a point in society where we want to start to lose a lot of labels and have really difficult conversations around what those labels and roles represent for us. And I know that my next body of work will be on roles and exploring our need for them. I've begun to think of this, that if you lose all of the fossils 
that have formed through all the layers of sedimentation in all the geological timescales. If you obliterated all of those, you would be left with a lot of gaps and a complete lack of grounding. And as we start to reinvent ourselves, I think a lot of teams are struggling to find balance in this. It's as if they have just swung to a completely new pole entirely, one that's balancing precariously on the edge. And in recent weeks in Ireland, we've seen a whole series of gang-related street fights and complete unrest. And watching the levels of teen suicide go up throughout the world. And sometimes in the most progressive countries with the greater the openness, such as New Zealand and Canada. And it's as if the more liberal Ireland has become, the greater the school refusal and the greater the self-harm. So as I start to talk this out, I know that my thinking is nowhere near complete because it's a new departure. It's a new area that I know that I need to look at next. But I also know that you need to be in a very different place to read many books. And some of those books have been with us for a long time now. And part of the reason you can't embrace them is because you don't know what role they have or what role they fit to or which box to put them in. You still can't do authentic. You're still looking for a place to hide. You're still looking for a defined set of parameters. And in the case of sexuality, this means books have to fit into either being gay or straight. You can't discern them to have a broader scale than that and to not need to be on either end of the spectrum. You have very set roles and expectations of how you expect the characters to evolve and to live and what rules you expect them to fit into for many. And I feel that this is why Alice Walker hasn't made it to many lists. It doesn't fit. It's too real. It's too undefined for many of you in terms of its voice, its language, the assumption you make because of it, the big topics we still haven't found equality with, and you're still focusing on a set of labels, old labels and new labels to define, because you still can't manage to find a way to feel balanced in that new terrain and to be open to all of it. And so I really do hope that you'll put Alice Walker on your reading list and call yourself to lose the boxes and your expectations within them and where we have to define things and why we have to define them that way. Because that's really what being authentic is about. It's about not needing to fit anybody else. One of the hardest lessons for me to learn in life is that people can only judge me from their own frame of reference. So you can only ever see people by the way that you categorize yourself. And so when you are authentic, you really risk huge judgment in standing out in a very isolated space.